voices. When Bibel was talking, he made mention about feeling it, experiencing it, but not seeing it. There's a presence that goes before us. There's a presence that circles us. There's a presence that goes behind us. There is something in this world that covers us, something that tells you whenever you are walking, you are sleeping, you are sleeping. There is something that separates you from the evils of this world. There is something that is in store for you that when we get, when we are in the presence of God. And, and one of them is what I've taken. And then we will come, we were going to discuss that until uh, 35 minutes. All right. So in a, in a sub-theme about the presence of God that I have is one of them is divine favor. Divine favor. Whenever you are in the presence of God, whenever you you teen yourself that I have God with me. There is, there is a favor that goes beyond you. Somebody may ask, what are you talking about? What is even the presence of God, beloved? The presence of God for me or to, to open it up for more discussion is two things. It's either a physical place or non-physical place. But the, the non-physical takes precedence over the physical. For everything that you see, there is there is something we call special and non-special. So you could have a presence of God where which is not physical. Same as you could be in the midst of people but still feeling lonely. You be at home with your parents, with your siblings, but you still feel lonely. In the same way when you talk about the presence of God, it's it's, it's not physical presence. It's, it's what you feel within you, what you feel. Was as it's same as what maybe I was talking about the faith that is unseen. It is you being in tune with the Lord. It is you being waking up knowing that God is with us. Recognizes that there's one somebody who created the universe. I'm speaking about the presence, which is the relationship that you have with the Maker. That whenever you are about to do something, there is there is God who talks to your heart. That is God who gives you direction. So there's something in you, the relationship that you have with him. And number two is a place that we meet. For example, we are meeting here, and we say we are meeting in the presence of God. Indeed, the Bible affirms the two. That one is, is, is you and your relationship with God, and two is having believers meeting together and praising God. So these all these two things are found in the Bible, and you can attest to that. That even though you come to church all, every day, being with us every day, being a Christian, born again, but sometimes you don't feel it. Sometimes you know that indeed I, I'm, I'm losing it. Sometimes you feel that I'm not up to the standard that God wants me to do. And that is when you go back to yourself in your room, lock yourself, you cry, cry a little, you pray a little, and then you get back to shape. And that is what we mean, presence of God. It's something that you, each and every one of us have that feeling. Each and every one of that, whatever you do, whenever you are out of that presence, that is not physical. If really you are a child of God, indeed God will speak to your heart. God will talk to you. And you, can, you feel yourself that indeed, I'm not myself. This is not where I want to be. 
and that non-fiscal will translate to fiscal where you see your fellow believers and straight away your spirit and their spirit combines and testify that indeed we are the children of God. That is what God says. So one of the things when you are in that presence, like the person that Psalm 91 will talk about, that whoever positions himself well in the presence of God will abide in the shadows of Almighty. That So there's a position in place that when you position yourself, and then that is where you stand, and then all the blessings will come upon your life. So, beloved, you have that presence. And then there's another thing that comes with that. When you are in that presence of God, there are benefits that you receive, a lot of benefits. And today, we're taking just one, and we call it divine favor. That is what we're going to discuss. And, and I start by saying, have you ever wondered why some people... Almost everything they need in life, whilst others will struggle for necessities. Just this morning, I was speaking to somebody, and, and they need new cities to go and have footsteps because they are they have five siblings, and their daddy has not been home for two weeks, and for that matter, they, they don't have anything to eat. But you come to America, that people, their parents, even as you speak, in some of us, we have food on the table that we are so picky that we say we don't want this. And we don't know how the par we, our parents got the food for us, but we are still saying we don't want it. We want to eat something different. Even though mom and dad says, please eat, maybe other place to eat. But still, you want to have what you want to have without considering the fact that if I ate this today, are they going to, is there going to be another food for us in, tomorrow? Or you don't even think about the fact that this is what they are providing. But beloved, somebody is looking for uh, some people, even egg. When you take one egg, it's a trouble. They have to boil it and they have to divide the egg and share. So if you have you ever wondered why people have enough and others don't have enough? Have you ever wondered? What is between the haves and have not? I don't think anybody came to this world to be poor. Anybody came to this world to be a sinner. Anybody came to this world that my life is going to be such that when I grew up, after 18 years, I'm going to be in jail. Or I'm going to be a failure in what I do. Nobody. Nobody. But then when you start life, there are people ahead of you who may be guiding you. God will be speaking to your heart in dreams, in revelations, and there'll be, there'll be somebody, a friend, a brother, a sister, that will hold your hand. But aside all this, that is what we call the divine favor in your life. No matter the matter, that divine favor will hold you when you are in the presence of God. So to get all these that we are going to talk about, you need to position yourself well in the presence of the living God. Can you see my screen? I keep changing them. Kevin, is it changing? You see, we'll see. We see the PowerPoint. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah, we change. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. So we're talking about the divine favor, the favor of God, as a special affection of God towards you that releases supernatural blessings to you. So in this favor of God is this presence that when you see the presence, when you see the source. Of, of where you have to stand, 
the source of the stream when the stream is flowing onto you that is when you stand there that is where all these blessings will pass away and then one of them coming from the throne of grace is divine favor the fear of god that is the affection of god towards you and that release supernatural blessings onto you and it causes people to go out of their way to become blessing unto others what i mean by this is that not only that you'll be blessed not only that god will show you favor but out of the favor god will show you you also go your way and show favor to others in, in my journey with god i've come to realize that sometimes you are a blessing to others though you yourself may, may not be seeing the blessing there is something going on in your life that you think that it's still, you ask question, is God with me? Am I right with God? Am I okay? You know that things are working behind the scenes that you don't know what is wrong with you. Apostle Paul was saying that I've asked God to three times, but God says, my, my strength is sufficient for you. So one of the favor that comes to us is that you become a blessing to your generation. You become a blessing to your household, among your siblings, and your parents call you a blessing. And you yourself know that I'm giving my all to the kingdom of God, but I still have something. Beloved, it is what we call you being a blessing to others. There are people also who are blessed, but no blessing to others. And so like, it's like, like a lake and a stream. A stream will flow, but the lake will be snug, stagnant. And if, if you don't unleash that favor unto others very soon you may lose what you have so it is this supernatural favor that comes to you favor is what makes somebody stand out in the midst of the crowd why is it that among your friends you are the only person who when they have trouble they come to you why is it that whenever want any advice it's you that they fall on when your parents want somebody to do something in the house it is not that they don't like you that they call you. It is not whenever there's trouble in the house, it is you that they call and say, why did you allow this? And you ask yourself, who am I? It's not that they don't like you. They see something good in you. So they come to you and say, you shouldn't have allowed that thing to happen. And beloved, when I was young, I, I was feeling the same way. Why are they always on me? It's the same thing. Something may not be well in JOI, and I'll call you and say, it's you. You may not understand, but that is why God made you. So look through, look for that signs when God is making you a leader, when God is showing a favor, the blessing on your life must reflect on the life of others. And that is what it's that it is it makes you stand out in the midst of the crowd. And beloved, that thing also attracts responsibilities and to attract good people into your life even in school people want to come to you those of us who are working is the same way when you are not at work we feel your presence when you are not in school we feel your presence when you are not in jy we feel your presence there's something in you and that thing open doors and opportunities that you never dreamt of beloved whatever you are feeling even the present of your life is causing things that you don't want to carry. I'm here to encourage you that it will open doors and opportunities for you. It's just the time. It's just the tutoring time that is difficult. But very soon you know that this that God gave me, this 
gift that God gave me is taking me to places. I can witness to that. I can give you tons and tons of testimony about that. And I know that, yes, the presence of God will give you favor that will open doors for you. This is what I may have shared this with you. The fear of God turns negative in your life to be blessing. And these are some of the things that I came up with. It kind of rhymes, so I, I, I always love to bring it out. That mess will turn into message. For some of us, we have mess that we don't want to open it up for people who see. But very soon, we open it up and we share it as a testimony that this is what was going through. But God, through his favor, has bestowed on me that today I can share that mess I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it's certain to be a message that this misfortune that I taught is not a fortune in me. That the ministry that I'm going through, whatever I'm going through, has turned out to be a good ministry. The ministry that I have is uncomparable. The ministry. And here, beloved, each and every one has called into this ministry of Christ and he has given a special blessings. And that is why... We, we, we know, we identify. That's why God has given you to the church that you have something unique in you that will come and share with us. So uh, this morning, as Mabel was sharing the journey of faith with us, and he was talking about a scripture, something that you experience in you. I was writing something down. That the journey, it could be sometimes not easy, but God is still with us. He's, he cover us with his presence and show us favor each and every time. Now, I went through and see what I can talk about when I'm talking, what, what would be the meaning of favor when I, when I go through the dictionary and also when I, I want us to actually, what is this favor that we are talking about? So favor generally means goodwill or acceptance. Somebody may have a favor in his life that wherever the person goes, he's accepted. Wherever somebody's, whatever he's seeking, he's giving. It's just a favor. You may do the same thing and you may not attract the same attention. Somebody will do something that when you do it, you may not get the same um, acceptance as that person. It is called favor. It is called gift. That is what God has given to such a person. And when you are in the presence of God, God indeed will show you. So if I'm a preacher and I preach, Somebody is also a worshiper. And when the person leaves worship, the atmosphere, the, the heavens come down. Somebody is a pro, in a prophetic ministry. He meets you and tells you, this is what God is telling me. Somebody is a preacher. He holds a microphone and he can preach. And somebody is also a teacher. He teaches the Bible and you understand. And among your friends, that, that favor of God is there. The goodwill and acceptances. So God makes somebody a leader. And somebody will be assistant. Beloved, to be assistant to somebody or to be a friend that people will accept you, sometimes it's, it's not for nothing. It's what God has given unto you that be a leader in your generation and carry the shoulders along. Favor means receiving preferential treatment. It's indeed true. God himself look upon us and say, I'm going to take this person from their family and treat him special so that he or she in turn will be a blessing to the family. For every generation God has done that. He started with one person, 
one person, Jacob, and then changes name to a nation, Israel. So from one man to a nation, and then to all generation. So from one person, maybe from one person to the family, and then to a whole city, the whole nation, and now to all mankind. Out of that, we have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So God will do that when we know and when we are in the presence of him. He will show us this favor. My prayer is that each and every one of us will seek that, that place we call the presence of God to attract this favor. Favor is also defined as an attitude of approval or liking. I've said it before. The Webster Dictionary defines favor as a friendly regard shown to one another, especially by a superior. So especially by a superior here, the most superior person or entity we can talk about is God. And when God shows a favor, all things are added into that. All things, all things, all things. All these are possible in Christian life. It only takes faith to activate it. Only takes faith to activate it. And we are privileged and God is so good that this morning he spoke to us about faith through Mabel. He spoke to us about faith. So this is this is what attracts the presence of God. And this is what gives us the favor of God. In this study, what I want us to take home today is that we learn about the favor of God and how does one attract the divine favor of God? How do we attract it? I think we have the first answer, or maybe two. The first is be in the presence, knowing the presence, and be there. There's one thing to know about the presence, and also another thing to dwell in the presence of God. Somebody knows the presence, like a signpost telling you this is a Benezah Presbyterian church, but the signpost has never been in that room we call chapel before. By direct people there. And then when it directs you, you go there. So some people may be a door to the house of God, but that door can never enter the house of God. You serve a purpose all right, but then you need to dwell in the place. Somebody also may come passing by, but what we are talking about is dwelling in the presence of God. And that is what attracts the divine favor. How do we attract it into our life? First, know it. Second, dwell it. Third, have faith. So we have three things that we can talk about now. So we're here to learn and understand God's favor, how it operates in our life, the need for you to become favor-minded. It is very necessary to understand the fact that it's God's wish to grant you his divine favor. Therefore, tighten your belts or minds, be sober, and hope for the favor that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As we stand the divine favor, our mind needs to understand, accept, and then begin to act upon the new information that we learn throughout the study. It's, it's a study that I have, and this is one, the first thing that we study, attracting the divine favor. My first Bible lesson is, First Peter 1 3. If anybody you can go there, you can read for me. First Peter 1, chapter 1, and verse 13. I'll read, Bishop. Okay, go ahead, please. Um, first Peter 1 13. 
Um, therefore, with minds that are, are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you. Well, Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Amen. Amen. So to attract this divine favor, your mind must be alert. You must be sober. You must have hope. And the grace of God will bestow it on you. So that two things, the grace of God be stolen upon you and also being sober to receive it. And that is what we're talking about, being in the presence and having the relationship with God. So that when the divine favor comes, when it's being poured out, you'll be in a good place to attract and receive it. How does one attract the divine favor or the favor of God? It's wealthy of all saying that there is a God factor in whatever one does. The Bible declares that unless the Lord build the house, the builders labor in vain. Psalm 127 and verse 1. What we're talking about is something that comes from the loving God. It's God himself that bestowed it upon us. It is not much of our own work. All you need to do is to identify, align yourself, have a relationship with God, and the rest will be poured on you. So the Lord himself will build you up when you make yourself available, when you become something that God can build upon. God himself will be your divine protector and he will grant his favor on you. The first principle to know how to attract God's attention for his divine favor is knowing and, 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 and dwelling, knowing. How do we know? It's only through the scriptures. Let the scripture be your friend. Read. And as we read what we studied this morning, have faith that indeed all that I'm reading is divine and is possible in my life. The book of Proverbs says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. Other version will say, acknowledge him and you make your path straight. And the brothers and sisters, this also adds up to, the, to what I'm saying is it's God who gives to us when we are in presence. He, when you trust in him, when you have faith in him, when your heart is with him, when you, when you lean on him and not our own. Sometimes I know, I question it. What does it mean for somebody to say, I'm living, leaning on my own understanding? If I, if I don't understand, how can I say? I have trouble with that. But beloved, it's all about faith. When your faith is in Christ, there is nothing. There is nothing. There is no argument that can take you out of the grace and that can take you to favor. So for me, leaning on your own understanding is getting, trying to have understanding by worldly standard, by what somebody says it is, rather than you having a personal relationship with God. It's not what I say, but it's in the morning, in the night, when you wake up, how do you feel? You still have that presence. Do you have the relationship with God? If you do, I would say, it's about understanding. It's not personal. It's not somebody's subjective understanding, but your own relationship with God. Each and every one of us has that, the God factor in us. And this is what God will do. When you submit to him, you make your path straight. 
It's my prayer that as we, as we journey with the Lord, a heart will draw near to him. Even though we're not meeting like physically, but you know, God is, I tell people, churches are not that's just still going on within me and with God. I'm still in the presence of God. I'm still receiving the divine favor. I know you are in the presence of God. That is why this morning we are here. If you don't have that, you will be here. So I know. All right. So since God has already established all things, all we need to do is to position ourselves in order to attract his favor. In as much as God's blessings has been established, you cannot benefit from it if you are living outside the will of God. Brothers and sisters, if, if it is established, God has established it already. So all we need to do is align ourselves. Let our behavior, let our thoughts and our words and deeds reflect that is what is established. We need to walk in the divine favor. But God has already established it. So as much as God bless us and establish, we cannot benefit from it if you are not in the presence. By saying the presence of God, the dwelling place of God, where you are, is very important to the success of this journey for you to attract this divine favor. In order to attract divine favor in your life, you must obey God at all times and walk blamelessly before him as he told Abraham. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I'm God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Walking with God faithfully is your intimate relationship with the Lord. And being blameless is your relationship with others, fellow human beings. Because in the presence of God, I know, yes, you can be blameless, but there is something in Christ who is here to share his victory over sin with us, who is here to forgive us of our sins. So God doesn't see us. He sees Christ. And if you are in Christ, then when God sees Christ, then our sins are forgiven. But there's an aspect when you are also walking in the presence of God and you are blameless or you are being blamed. Sometimes it's the school that's God in taking you through, which you experience in yourself. But if you lie down and you think that, no, this thing is not of God, beloved, you experience it. If you indeed you have a relation with God, you experience. So walk before the Lord faithfully and to be blameless. And I will make my covenant between you, me, and you. And you will greatly increase in numbers. This is the divine promise to us. This is what divine favor will do to us. If we position ourselves, if you walk before God faithfully, in faith, and in trust, and in hope, then God says, I will establish my covenant with you. Beloved. If God is saying, I will establish my covenant, his presence will be with you. His divine favor will be with you. How will you feel if you woke up in the morning knowing that your friend is there for you? 
knowing that your friend will defend you all the time, and then knowing that Almighty God Himself have a covenant relationship with you. Who can be against you if God is with you? His presence. His presence is what we are talking about. That the presence of God will be with you. That His covenant will be with you. And His favor will be upon your life. Who then could be against you if you have a covenant relationship with the Lord? And this is what He says is going to do to you. If I, if I establish my covenant with you, I'm going to increase you greatly. It's not just increase, but then great increase. Be in school, be in job, be whatever you are. God says, if you have my relationship, and if I establish with you, I'm going to pour my divine favor onto you. It demands your faithfulness. So let's recap. You're talking about you being the presence of God, you knowing it, you being having faith in Him, and that is all is what will make your covenant with the Lord complete. And God bestowing His favor upon you and increasing you in whatever you do, because you have God presence. Now the question is, how do you attract this? You have been saying too much, Bishop. How do I have this relationship? How do I attract it? How? You need to be at the right place. I've said it, at the right time. And beloved, you are at the right place at the right time. Even in this pandemic, you still recognize that indeed I have fellowship with the Lord, translation with the fellowship with the other faithful. So God bless you for taking that initial step. For us to be able to tap into God's blessing or success. We also need the Holy Spirit empowerment. That supernatural empowerment. That spirit that comes to what? That teaches all that God we have read. That, that spirit that, that quicken us. The spirit that never leaves us. That empower us to do whatever we do. Which is the supernatural power beyond what we see. Comes back to the faith that we discussed this morning. Think or even ask of when we live in the obedience, one key point, living in obedience, studying the word and following it, agreeing to disagree that indeed I have God, indeed I have parents, indeed I have siblings, I have teachers, indeed I will obey. Obedience, obedience, very key to our relationship as young people. The Bible says, obey your mother and father. And if you do that, I will increase you. Even the days that you spend on this world will be increased. Kevin, watch and to give me a time, okay? Uh, you can test me when I'm, I should uh, draw the curtain. Yeah, we're, we're at one o'clock now, Bishop, so maybe you can kind of, maybe in another five to 10 minutes. God bless you. So, beloved, the key to attracting the favor of God is knowing the presence, be there, obeying the word of God, and tapping into the, 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 the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. That is what will bring us the divine favor in our lives. I have a lot of questions that when whenever time permits, we will go through and recap again 
and see within each and every one of us how we're going to mature. So this morning, beloved, I came your way with the being with the presence of God. One of the benefits of being the presence of God, being a divine giver, knowing and defining presence of God or divine favor as, as God's own um, favor that he gives to you. And, and, and I define it in such a way that you may know that it's, it means a goodwill and acceptance, professional treatment. God is treating you differently. He likes you. And it's a supernatural blessing coming from the Lord himself. And also, we also went through the fact that when God favors you, nothing can stop your blessing. He increases you in everything. And we also said that it is God who builds you. So establish yourself. And we say we only trust in him and we understand him. The same way he did with Abraham is the God of yesterday, today. And the Bible says, and it's true, that is God. And it's going to be God tomorrow. And the way we can attract the supernatural is to obey. Obey him. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord has his blessing upon this world. May he, the one who is Alpha and Omega, the one who blesses, and nobody can take that blessings, the one who grants us divine favor, grant us this favor, as remain his presence. In Jesus' name, amen.